You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. The Daily Music Business Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Daily Music Business Podcast, bringing you the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Bacon, here with my beautiful co-host, Keith of Ghost Cult Mag. That is two in a row you got right, buddy. I know. I, I usually, usually, you guys don't hear this, but usually I, I get I get them wrong. Uh, I'm not very, I'm not very uh, bright. Um, you know, I'm so not bright, I forgot the word for bright. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, we're talking about buying fake followers, and this is a big one. I've seen it come up a few times, you know, and it's crazy to me because I feel like I feel like it's been said so many times. I feel like I don't need to say it, but then like some shit happens. Um, so first and foremost, because I think the first the first thing I want to dispel, okay, this is the big one, is we can tell Keith. How do you tell if someone has bought fake followers, please? Uh, I mean, right off the bat, they have a huge, impressive-looking number of followers and zero freaking engagement. That's one way. Another way that has become increasingly common in recent years that always makes me giggle is they have, like, 50,000 on Facebook and 300 on Instagram. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like it. And then they'll and then they'll be like, oh, well, you know, like Instagram never really made sense to us. Maybe you can give me some advice, bro. And I'm like, well, I don't think Facebook made sense to you either. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, like that was always my thing, is it was like, oh bro, like, no, you're not understanding. You're just an idiot. Um, so that's a good that's a that's a big one to get into. Um, you know, so first of all, Keith, can you explain now, now that we've gone into that, now that we've gone into like the fact that we can tell, can you explain why it's bad? Cause a lot of people seem to think like, oh, well, it makes you more likely to get real opportunities or, you know, even if that's not the case, at least like, you know, the algorithm then thinks it's smart to show you to more people or whatever. Why are those things wrong? Yeah, I mean, like in my my soul, you couldn't hear it, but my soul just now went nah. The algorithm knows; they know you're fucking fake. Um, you know, this is a common problem. This is this is the thing. I get that there's kind of a, a measuring contest going on. You look at somebody you want to compare yourself to. Oh, this band just got signed, and they have a hundred thousand footprint on social really size matters but not as much as you think excuse me what matters is the quality of your followers what matters is how engaged your followers is what matters is you have sales ride or die content consumers people who are dying to hear your next song on spotify shared on 
whatever social, people who are going to watch that 30 second video, people are going to watch your YouTube. You know, I think the fake thing, I get why it was a big deal five, 10 years ago. It's still a thing somehow. I don't know. I just had a, a weird corporate client a few months ago asked me to come in and sort of take the reins on their socials and even some of their paid socials uh, for oversight over their agency. And you could tell they bought fake followers. They were literally hemorrhaging tons of fake accounts off their followers weekly. And they were like, why is it going down 10,000, 15, 20,000 at a clip? Because you bought fake followers, probably like 200,000 of them, and now you're paying the price. This is a major corporate brand and it looks terrible. I was like, all your competitors see this. And they're laughing at you. And I do the same thing with bands. You have seen the same thing with bands. And you know what? Listen, there's going to be you and I. There are channels we're really good at and channels that are slow growers. They're, they're, they're not, show, you know, they're not showers. They're, you know, there's going to be. Yeah, it's OK if you're exceptional at one social network and that's the one you put the most high energy into and not so much on the others. But if it's really a huge disparity, it's a big red flag that you haven't grown yeah. your whole community naturally. Or at least if there's a huge disparity, it should be like, oh, we have like a bunch of Instagram followers and not Facebook followers, just for the record. Because like, especially with like young bands, like bands that have young fan bases, they tend not to have good Facebooks, but they do usually have like a good following on TikTok or something because young people aren't really using Facebook anymore. Indeed. And also, just for here's another telltale sign. If you make your regular posts and underneath you have tons of what looks like hacked accounts, hey, bro, buy these Ray Bans. I started working a job and I now make $15,000 an hour. You know, you have bullshit accounts following you and not people like, dude, sick song or dude, awesome merch design. That's who you want following you, not garbage. So, Again, buying the fake accounts is a double-edged sword and both edges stab you hard. Yeah, you know, people can, and then, you know, and so now, okay, so Keith, walk me through legitimate paid ways to grow your following. I am so glad you asked this, Matthew. I talk about this all the time. Probably our very first meeting, we talked about this topic. And I, I do see there's a disconnect. Like, I understand that there's, I'm crossed in DIY till I die, brother. But realistically, there's nothing wrong with marketing your band. And if you do marketing endeavors for your band and marketing campaigns, you're going to get some residual new followers as a result just from promoting your stuff. And it's perfectly fine to promote your accounts with actual campaigns that raise awareness. Like even those like like if you target them properly, this is the big key. Those Facebook ads, for instance, where they're like, hey. Uh, you, you know, you know, that that invite you to like a page like those are cool because those actually show your account to people who are like who like like a lot of Facebook pages. And then they're just going like, yeah, OK, like, let's just show this guy's music to people who like a lot of Facebook, who like who who make a habit of liking Facebook pages and are in this niche because Facebook's audience is so big. So if you're targeting it correctly, you can get some good followers out of that if you're targeting it correctly. And a lot of times people are not targeting it correctly. So they get a bunch of like random grandmas in Lithuania and, <laughs> you know, and that's obviously uh, less than ideal, you know, but like if you're trying to grow your metal band page, you know, and you sound like Gojira and you, you know, and you target Gojira fans in Western Europe and the U S you're probably going to get some relevant people maybe seeing a video and then clicking like on your page. 
something like that makes sense to me because you're actually hitting the people who give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, like this is the thing that always drives me crazy is like, there are legit ways to do this. Same with the Instagram ads are even easier. Right. Because the Instagram ads are even easier because they just kind of generate the lookalike for you. And so it's like already like done, you know, like, so just realize that like you can, if you do an Instagram boost or something, you can grow your page that way organic, like in a, in a nice, easy way, you know, for not a lot of money, but it has to be to a relevant, appropriate audience. And all these services that are offering to sell you followers, like they're bot accounts in weird countries, you know? And I've seen so many bands who are like, yeah, bro, we're like weirdly popular in Indonesia. And I'm like, no, you're not idiot you're you know you just have a bunch of bots a botnet based in indonesia that's been liking your page like it's really it's really that simple and i feel like people don't understand this and they kind of need to right it's like we people can tell so don't you know so don't be an idiot because the other thing too i just want to point this out real fast is if you get a bunch of fake followers, it sullies your data for retargeting down the line. Because like, if you're trying to target engagements and all, and you're getting like fake engagements or like comments from spam accounts, then it's gonna target those spam accounts when actually that engagement audience can be hugely valuable if it's real fucking people. You know, you know what I'm saying? Um, so this is another piece that really drives me uh, drives me bananas is like you need to be you need to be you know carefully curating your social so that you can use it more effectively for retargeting down the line and if you're not doing that you're setting yourself up into a dangerous position and uh yeah that's really just sort of where i'm at with all this right is like don't let yourself get into a dangerous position focus on if you're going to run ads to target your, to grow your page, that's good, but, but target smartly. Here, here, you know, um, and I think that's like one of the big frustrations people have is I think that people feel they're not getting, they're not getting anywhere with it. And in reality, they could be getting somewhere if they targeted better. And don't get me wrong, I understand that targeting properly is really hard and Facebook makes it hard and all that jazz. Um, and it's just another thing you got to learn. You know? Word, word. Um, I do want I do want to piggyback on something you mentioned briefly, which is inexpensive. You can piggyback me any day of the week. <clears throat> hey, now. You mentioned the words inexpensive, and I, I'm going to highlight something you actually did this week which you, in one of your awesome daily emails, which people should sign up for. You gave a strategy away for free, surprisingly or unsurprisingly, if you know Matthew. And it was like for a dollar a day, you can grow your mailing list. So I know that the idea of ads seems crazy, and I spent all this money. We hear this all the time. A lot of tire kickers will pitch me to work on their account, either in music marketing, social media, some DIY PR. And they'll be like, well, I spent so much on my recording. I now don't have any money to really pay you 
to do my marketing or my PR to which I, you know, thank you and have a nice day to them. But realistically, it's short money to advertise. It's short money for a long run. It's not a lot of money. We're not talking about thousands of dollars. We're talking about dribs and drabs of money on a consistent, regular basis. Add up to a lot of followers over yeah. time. If you dedicate like $5 a day to like different things, like $5 a day total to like maybe $1 a day is like pushing your Insta. $1 a day is pushing your Facebook and use those as outreach ads and you retarget so that another dollar a day is pushing your Spotify and then another dollar a day is pushing your email list. That's four bucks a day for like, and like, and because it's only a dollar a day, it's like relatively easy to, to proof. You know, it's relatively easy to go in once a week and be like, oh, well, did the $7 we spent last week go as far as we had hoped? You know, and then it's easy to be like, nah, it didn't. Or, oh, yes, it did. Hell yeah. You know, but, and you can do that with Facebook ads, right? You can do, you know, like you can do these little like drip drab things, you know, and, and you can, and you can grow your wet, your shit in a way that's much more legitimate than deciding that everyone obviously cheated a la threaten, you know, like I was just watching this thing. My friend Corey to save posted on TikTok. Um, you know, who you should, who you should definitely follow on TikTok and the gram if you are so inclined. But Corey was saying like, you know, if ads aren't working for you, you're either not targeting them right or you have a lame product. And like, that's also a big thing just as a final note, right? Is like, sometimes you just have a lame product, bro. You know? And sometimes it's like, like sometimes I've been there trying to help a client and I'll hit up a buddy and the buddy will be like, bro, there's no way to make this look cool. You know? And it, which like sucks to hear, but sometimes you need your buddy to be like, nah, this is not, this is never going to work. Like nobody is ever going to think this band is cool. You know what I mean? Um, and that and that sucks to say, but like also it has to be said because sometimes your band will never be cool. Um, you know, so really just want to advocate some thoughtfulness there, uh, even if it does um, suck the big one, as it were. But you know, these are these are the voyages. And these are the things we all have to kind of learn and grow together. Do you have any sort of final thoughts here, Keith, as we, uh, as we wrap up this episode of the, of the, of the, of the pod? I do. Don't buy these fake ads. And if you already have, and you're in the sound of this podcast, your reckoning has already come because Twitter, Facebook, and especially YouTube are scrubbing these accounts like their life depends on it. Please don't do this bullshit. Yeah, I once had um, an exec from Spotify tell me they're scrubbing like 10 to 20 million accounts a day. So like, wow. yeah, keep that in mind. Like there's a lot of this out there. Don't buy into it because it's in the process of being scrubbed every day by people much smarter than you or me. And, you know, it's just what you got to figure out. You know, like this is something to avoid. Please don't do it. I, I, I'm very tired of making content about this so like please let me stop making content about this i would really appreciate it um 
This has been the Daily Music Business Podcast, bringing you the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast. You have been listening. Are we done yet? Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast.